welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and I'm so excitable today because I have my friend Amber Griffiths with us. And the funny thing is, Amber and I met at an event in person. I believe it was in September of 2019. <laughs> then we met again in June of 2023. She booked a coffee chat call and a podcast interview, which we're doing today. But on our coffee chat, I said, I met you at an event. And she goes, yeah, in New Orleans, like three weeks ago. And I was like, no, I met you before <laughs> that. So the bottom line is we met in person two times, not once, but twice before we ever met online. So not how the world works anymore. <laughs> so ass backwards. But I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy my links worked because sometimes technology can be my friend. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little savage, you And uh, so, like, it worked, and voila, here we are. It's perfect. It's so perfect. <laughs> so I love that your title on the Zoom call is Maker of Legends. You spoke at an event called Work Party Monday Afternoon, all about getting your personal brand out there. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself, about your history, and what you do to help make me a legend. Oh my goodness. That's a lot of questions all in one place. I know, because um, now we can go anywhere with this conversation. Oh my goodness. No kidding. The world is our oyster. Yes. So, so first things first, I'm so tickled to be actually connected like in this real way, because I mean, meeting you in 2023, as if you were a stranger, when you absolutely weren't, is just, it's like meeting an old friend for the first time. It's so fabulous. I just love it. So thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Um, a little bit about me. I was certain I was going to be a pharmacist all the way through high school. Got a, got a uh, scholarship, got a job at the VA hospital here in Salt Lake City and was well on my way to be a pharmacist. And then I realized that I have no interest in pills or medication or anything. I had spent six years working at this hometown pharmacy that was like pharmacy in the front, floral in the back. And so I thought for sure that that's what, like, I know I loved it and I loved the people that I worked with. And I thought that's why I wanted to do pharmacy. And what turned out is I loved the people. I loved the stories because they would come in between the pharmacy and the floral shop. I would see them on their best and their worst possible days. We did wedding arrangements, we did prom, we did funeral arrangements, 
And then the medication, it's, hey, by the way, we're going to do birth control because I'm not having any more kids. Yay. And hey, I'm getting off birth control. We're doing prenatal because I'm having, having I mean, it was such extreme, like all the way through there. And it wasn't about the medication. It was about those people. And it was about hearing their stories. And it took me way too long to figure out that I was destined to work with people. And because, and I love them. I've always been that social person. Um, no, you know, was, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, um, my parents moved us into a new little town when I was four years old. And while they were unpacking the truck, I was walking up and down the street introducing myself to all the neighbors. Like they thought I was lost. I was just making friends. I found a place that offered me ice cream. You know, you're not supposed to take candy from strangers. But if there are two little old ladies sitting on their porch with ice cream, totally just, and they're like, you should stay here till we figure out who the heck you are <laughs> and where you belong. So I've always loved people and I've loved their stories forever. And I think partially because if you can get somebody in a position where they're willing to share that with you, that's magic. Like there, and I know you have, heard, I know you've experienced this in your world too, Jennifer, because like when you get in that vulnerable, I'm going to open up and then they think they're going to open up the, like the top three layers. And then all of a sudden you're in layer 28 and 29 and they're like, oh my God, what did I just do? Like, how did I, how did you make me say that? <laughs> Where did we go from here? Yeah. I'm like, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say that. I didn't. And it's just beautiful because you realize how many of us have those stories hidden, good and bad and ugly and wonderful. We have put so many expectations and so many different disappointments and all those things that have just clouded and suffocated our voice that now I get to work with people and say, like, what do you, what really lights you up? You shouldn't have to do one-on-one -on -one coaching if you don't like one-on-one -on -one coaching. You shouldn't have to do group, like, especially because I work with entrepreneurs almost exclusively. And when I can get into there and say, let's talk about the things you love to do, not the things you think you should, or some coach somewhere along the way or some guru said, hey, this is how you make money. Do exactly what I say and fit into this box and fold in the corners of your personality and your creativity and your uniqueness and you'll make a billion dollars. It's a load. It's an absolute crock and it's left them burned. It's left them disappointed and, and dejected. And, and every time something like that happens to a human being, we get a little quieter. We, you know, we go back and retreat into our find them. This is my space and I will sit in my corner and I won't stand up. I mean, how many, how many times if you, if you think back in your childhood, knowing you as much as I do, you probably have experienced this. You're too loud. Shh, shh, shh. Let, sit down and let somebody else talk. Okay. We've heard from you. Be quiet. We all have some version of that. And sadly, we've carried that into our business too. So I get to help you unlock that. And I do that through the power of branding because it's not just logo font colors. It's it's your voice, it's your mannerisms, it's your isms, it's your values and how they are expressed and how you treat people and creating a brand that is a living, breathing entity that grows with you so that when you show up totally authentic, totally in everything in your skin that is so beautifully you, your audience just breathes you in. And when they can experience that, that makes you unforgettable that makes you legend that's what i get to do with people oh have i done that yet like when are we are we gonna do that tomorrow <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we should totally let's say two o'clock on it <laughs> on your calendar so i just have to say last weekend i had kind of a traumatic event 
we have a little place at the lake and I have a golf cart and I was going to our neighbors to ride out with my friends on the boat. My husband was uh, busy, had appointments. So he was going to meet me out there later at the beach and I'm driving down the road and I don't know how fast my golf cart goes, but all of a sudden it's going left and I need to be in the middle of the road and it's going to the left and I'm turning the steering wheel and it's not turning. And all of a sudden I realize I'm headed straight for a telephone pole and an electrical box. And oh I was going, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I slam on the brakes at just the right moment. And the back tire literally just dug up all the dirt as I went down into a ditch. Luckily, it wasn't a deep dish ditch and it was all grass. But the golf cart, because the wheels were turned to the left and I hit the brakes, it curved the golf cart. So we did. I didn't hit the telephone pole. I called my husband. He was a complete hero. He jumped in the car. He came Aww. straight to me and the tie rod had come detached so he reattached it and goes, have a fun day. See you later. And the golf cart drove and <laughs> off we went. Well, I was telling my friends this because this was a big deal. Like this could have been catastrophic. Yeah. And this one sassy friend of mine said her friend was visiting that I had never met before. And she was like, this is Jennifer. Jennifer, I hear you heard I had a dramatic story with a golf cart. Show your drama. Tell the story. And I was like. But it was dramatic. Like it, yeah. it, it, it was. That was scary as hell. Yeah. And there's not much protection with a golf cart. Like if I had hit that right. at 15 miles an hour, however fast I was going, it, it was going to be ugly. So um, it kind of cracked me up a little bit and it might've been a little hurt feeling. I don't know. But it was like, yes, I'm dramatic. And yes, I tell really good stories. At least I think I do. I'm super happy about you it. You totally do. You but totally do. it was kind of funny that her perception of it was I'm dramatic. You're dramatic. Yeah. And You're I was too like, big. but over the top, but it was true. Like I didn't embellish, right. like I almost hit a telephone pole. Like it would have been bad. It would have been ugly. It would have been scary. And what's wrong with a little bit of passion and excitement and energy. I mean, you could have said, so Amber, the other day I was driving my golf cart and I nearly hit a pole. I didn't, but it, I, how okay. exciting is that for me? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I, and I think part of it is like, we get to decide why we're sharing our stories. Like, is this because I need to tell this or because, oh my gosh, I need to tell this. And I need you to just be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I don't need you to fix anything. I don't need to judge me. <laughs> I just want to be able to tell my story and tell my truth here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, but I think you're right. I think there's, okay, well, like my version of it was, because I'm one of eight children, I'm number three. It's a small Utah family of eight kids. And I got the, okay, sweetie, you have 30 seconds to tell me the story from my parents. And not because they're terrible parents, because they have so much to do and there's so many of us to take care of. There are seven I more going to tell their story. Right, right. Like if, if we all got to use all of our words, they would not get anything else done. But because I insisted on telling, I'm like, but let me tell you what happened and the details matter and, and all the, I have to reenact this part of it. So rather than edit, I got really, really fast at speaking. Like I upped my, so I am, you are speaking with a speech and debate champion, state and national, like broke JV, like 
I debate like nobody's business because I can talk really, really fast, especially when I get excited about something because I only have 30 seconds until I'm getting started. You have, like, it completely messed with my speech pattern. But I told my story, dang it. I got to use all my words. But that was in part my version of Amber. Shh. And honestly, Jennifer, when I speak to these women entrepreneurs, specifically the women, I'm done. I've had it. I insist that they get hurt. I insist that they get to use their own words and tell all the crazy, awesome, fabulous details of anything they want to say. I don't like there's nothing that makes somebody else's story more important. There's nothing. Oh, well, I she does this kind of the same thing I do. So I don't need to talk about it. Nonsense. Nonsense. Get your box and stand up there and preach, woman. Like, let's hear it. There's you. Nobody else can tell it like you do. I could tell that story, Jennifer, even if it had happened to me, and it would be completely different. It would sound completely different. How can we not allow that in business and in serving each other too? You know? Like, well, ah. I'm the youngest of four with oh two, two older sisters. Uh, I, my brother was the oldest and then two sisters. And I, my dad was the shy, quiet type. Like, he was the introvert of mm. the whole family. And one day he looked at me and he goes, Jennifer, you do not have to share every thought that comes into your head. Oh, gee, dad, you have no idea what I don't share. No kidding. You're getting 10%, sweet cheeks. <laughs> and a little like skim right off the top. Yes. So if I want to be more successful because the podcast is destined for the set success, if I want to be more successful, like, do you have a couple of one, two or three pointers, tips that like I can embody that will, you know, bolster me and, you know, shine absolutely. my brand a little more? Ooh, absolutely. Okay. So first of all, I'm like, are you kidding? This is my, I love this. <laughs> one of the things I would highly recommend, and it sounds really obvious and yet we forget this part. Define what you mean by success. Ooh. Because some people, that's a million dollars. Some people, a million is just a drop in the bucket and they want 10 billion. Some people want to be famous. Some people want to impact 10,000 people and know that they've impacted 10,000 people. Some people want 100,000. Sometimes success is I want to have revenue coming in on the regular, but I only want to work 10 hours a day because I want to be with my family. Or I want to have me time and me time doesn't include 40 hours of work. Decide what that success looks like to you because then you'll recognize it when you have it and you can celebrate the process all along the way. It also keeps you on track. I know too many entrepreneurs who have lost so much energy and so much time going, should I do that? Should I not do that? Like, is that a good thing? When if you know where your success lies, it's your vision, it's your passion, it's your, your message and your mission. When you know what that looks like, everything is like, well, does it take me there? No, done. No more energy drain, no more constant, no more thinking about it. I'm done. So define what it is for you because it's not a universal truth. It's not one thing fits all. Decide what that is for you. The second and, thing I would say. Yeah. Well, I just, I just have to throw one thing out on there. I had a friend in, we had junior high back in the day. I'm telling my age, we had junior high <laughs> and I had this new friend named Tina and 
we lived in a little bit more affluent neighborhood than she did. And we were by far from the top of the food chain on that affluent neighborhood, but we lived in a nice house in a nice neighborhood. They had a much smaller house in a little bit older neighborhood. And they were members of a tennis club. And so mm -hmm. she had a sister one year older and then a brother two or three years younger. And whenever I spent the night with them, they would invite me to go play tennis. I was never any good, but I loved going to play with them. And I got better because we played. Nice. Indoor, so you didn't have the wind to contend with Oklahoma, Texas. We have lots of wind. So I don't know how it came up in our 12, 13, 14 year old conversations, but they had moved to Richardson, Texas from another town. I don't even know where. And the parents sat down, the two early teenage daughters and the son, and said, we can buy a nice house in this neighborhood, or we can buy a smaller house in this neighborhood and join the country club and play tennis. What do you want to do? Oh, wow. and, and the kids made the decision, and they said, well, girls, you're going to have to share a bedroom and have twin beds. And they said, fine. So, like, the three of us would draw straws when I spent the night. Who got a bed and who had to sleep on the floor? <laughs> because there were, <laughs> you know, twin beds in there. Right. But it was it was very interesting to me, even especially to see that at a young age. These and I made the connection. We all have X amount of dollars. It's where do we want to spend it? Absolutely. And that was Absolutely. just shocking to me that, well, we're going to be especially at that age. club. Dang. That's way to go. Their parents. Yeah. Honestly, for even like, introducing that concept. Kid? That's yeah. the kid, right? Like you just do whatever your parents tell you to do. Right, right. Yeah. I didn't get to vote about any of that. Yeah, me neither. I just got in the car and we moved again. I went to, I don't know, nine different schools in three different states in, uh, or two different states oh in six different school districts or something just to get K through 12. Like, wow. Yeah, it was the, a I didn't I'm, have a vote. I just went, but I went with enthusiasm. My sister did. Always. Always go for the story. Like, even if it's a terrible yeah. thing, go for the story. <laughs> I have to make that my tagline. Jennifer Chicago, go for the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so I interrupted you. Okay, so that's you're good. One. You're Number good. Two. Go and I love celebrate the process. I do uh, leadership training some. I used to do a lot on change management. And mm -hmm. one of the key parts of a big organizational change celebrate every step along the way to keep the enthusiasm and momentum going Absolutely. when you're an entrepreneur and you're sitting in your office doing this all by yourself like it can all feel like a grind but if you're having a little happy dance party over every time the emails actually went out yeah at the right yeah. time <laughs> the calendar wasn't screwed up on time zone like time zone math worked Yay! <laughs> that requires tater tots and a dance. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Absolutely. So number one, define what you mean by success. All right. Define what two. you mean by success. And I think you're right. The celebrating the process, you know, especially when you get into corporate, like when I was working with Coca-Cola or when I was working with some of these higher end, like big corporations, Young Living and that kind of thing, they work on these KPIs and they work on like, here's our goals and here's our benchmarks and blah, blah, blah. And they have all these fancy words for them that entrepreneurs have too, but we have different semantics for them but they don't celebrate them. They are driven by them, 
and they are used to like, well, I'm going to withhold your bonus until we hit this benchmark or nobody gets a raise if we don't hit this. You know what I mean? And they're, the money thing is real, but celebrate it when you get there and celebrate the 12 awesome parts before that too. Like you just had a meeting where nobody lost their marbles and everybody could agree on something. Oh, break out the bubbly. Like that's crazy cool. Like that's huge, right? It's a different way to create your brand culture when you can celebrate the little things and when people feel acknowledged and when they realize that I don't, it's not, I'm not just a number that's helping them hit this goal. I'm this human that is contributing. I matter. This is a big deal. So yes, absolutely. Define your own level of success. And that's if you're in corporate, if you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter. Define what your success looks like. The second thing I would say is you have to do it your way. Yes, there are certain fundamentals, certain foundational pieces. I mean, even when I work with people with their brand, I'm like, let's make sure you have your logo font colors. Let's make sure you have the assets that are in place. But you don't have to have 27 lead magnets. You don't have to be on LinkedIn. If your people aren't on LinkedIn, and you sure don't have to follow that you have to post 37 times a day and blah, 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 especially because if you are posting generic 37 times a day, it doesn't matter. You will still not be unforgettable. You will be scrollable. You'll just keep going, which really is the third thing, which is show up as authentic. Show up and not like, oh, I'm authentic. I'm the real me. Like people see me without my makeup on. I don't care. Makeup, no makeup. I just don't care about that. What lights you up? What fuels you? What scares the heck out of you? What what are those things that you're doing in your space, in your world, the way you're changing everything and the way you're impacting people's lives? Share why that matters to you. Don't tell me it's because I just want the world, you know, world peace and end world hunger and blah, blah, blah. Those are lovely. Thank you very much, Miss America Answers. Why are you doing what you do? And how can I see you in that? How can I feel you? I run people through what I call a legend signature nine point test which is just a nice way of saying, are you showing up as you or are you showing up as generic and vague? Because that makes you so easily forgettable. It's skippable. People can Google the crap that you're putting out there. Like it's nothing, there's nothing new. The experience with you is everything. Especially like if you're one of those people who likes to write stuff down on your mirror, get a Sharpie and do this. Like not even dry erase, get a Sharpie and put this on your mirror. The experience with you is everything. That's what makes you different. That's what makes you special. That's what makes you awesome. That's what makes you legend. If you go through, for example, you could take this right now and do this like before dinner or whenever it is you're listening to this, before the next time you have a cocktail. Take your last email you sent out. Maybe you need a cocktail while you do this, <laughs> but, but try this. I'm a huge fan of write drunk, edit sober whatever your version of drunk is and whatever your version of sober is, write without censorship, speak without censorship, just let it flow, decide who it is you're speaking with and just talk and share and connect with them as a human being. Way too often we get all up in our heads. I'm working with people that are in law industry, they're, they're attorneys, they're paralegals, I've got educators and their stuff comes out so stiff and sterile and I'm like, ah, ChatGPT could have done this. Google could have spit this out to me. Where are you in this? But we get in our heads. I'm like, I don't care if it's like a tater tot coma or a cocktail coma. I don't care. 
get in your space of I will not censor or hit the delete button and just speak and share. So if you go back through your last email that you sent to somebody, remove your name, remove your photo, your logo, read it. Can I feel you in it? Can I tell you sent it to me? Can I feel you? Can I hear you? Am I relying on your name at the bottom of it to tell that it came from you? Or the second I open it, I go, ah, that's always how she greets me. Of course. Like, do you have your signature open, your signature closed, your signature sign on? That's true if you have blogs or social posts or emails or if you're on stage giving a presentation. You should have a signature open, close, and sign off. It, these, these beautiful bookmarks on your message. And the middle part can become fudgeable. If you've got those anchors and you've got anchors in the middle that keep that thread going, that I can feel you because I know you have seen me, that makes you unforgettable. That's what you get to do. So start with the last, most recent email. See if I can feel you. Your natural, I mentioned it at the playhouse or at the work party on Monday. I should be able to tell without all that stuff that it comes from you. If you can read it and I can't figure out that it's you, I can't figure out what you want, then I'm not quite sure why you bothered, right? Because then it's just stuff. <laughs> then it's like, okay, well, they told me I had to email every week. Well, okay, here's my email. Bunch of schwa. You get to, if, use your natural isms, the things that you always say. I say random stuff like all the things. And it's not just the three, the words, all the things. When I say it, there's always this smirk because I know what all the things means to an entrepreneur. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. that all the time. But I, I, I repeat it. I go, all the things, all the things. That is your version of it. That is a Jenniferism. Those and excitable. Powerful. Excitable. I've noticed that. What makes you excitable? That's a and Kimberly Crow, Are you excitable? Our friend Kimberly Crow. Now Love she Kimberly. says it. And I'm like, girl, that. You're quotable. See, this so makes you sweet. quotable. Your own isms. I was working with a woman who was using quotes at the her then of her email because some coach somewhere along the line said you should have a quote in your email. Like, awesome. But it's not yours. It's generic as hell. It has nothing to do with your message. It's a beautiful quote, but it doesn't actually reflect what you're talking about. And anybody could use it. And she's like, well, I have this thing that I always say. That's the quote on your email. I want to be able to tell that it's you. That's how we make connection. That's how you nurture people. And it's not just throwing stuff at somebody. Because honestly, if I can't feel you, then it's spam. And I'm not opening it. I'm not engaging with you. It's part of why 94% of lead magnets are never used. We download them. We don't open them. We don't use them. It's because there's nothing specific. There's no human connection in there. It's here's a checklist. And again, Awesome. I Googled the top 10 things I need to do for this. What's your take on it? Your voice, your perspective, your opinion matters to me. I want to be able to feel the human in you. Those are the three things. The long answer. <laughs> sassy, sassy, sassy. All right. So just to recap, our three things are define what success means to you. Do it your own way. And show up as your authentic self. Absolutely. 
Ah, Amber, so much. I'm sitting there, you know, I do these things and my head spins. And I'm like, I have all this I need to do. And then I might go eat a tater tot instead. But <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so tell me, do you have something you would like to give our audience for free? Is there a way to sign up with you? Do you have an upcoming oh. event? Like this is free forum. You were kind enough to share your stuff and I'm kind enough to you know, promote you. I'm super happy Promotely. to do that. Yeah. Let's see here. I and do. Probably going to come out on probably the 31st of July. Probably. Oh, that's soon. That's fabulous. I will tell you what, there's a couple different things. How many of your audience members are speakers? Do you know? Oh, I don't think I've really done that, but guess what? I am almost at 20,500 downloads. Oh my gosh. Woo! Celebrate! Celebrate! <laughs> yeah, Celebrate. but I haven't ever really like done a, you know, a, a poll. Maybe I should do a poll. Yeah. Do a poll in the group. You totally Are you a, a speaker? Are you an author? Are you a Like where you know, are we coming from? Are you an author? Okay. Are you a leader? Like where do you fall in the deal? Yeah, I should do that. I should totally do that. That could be um, fun. So, yeah. Just to be curious. Yeah. Here's what I would like to share with you. And it is specifically for speakers. Okay. In part because if you are not speaking, we should have a conversation. Because you are. Because you are a speaker. Even if you are not on stage in front of 10,000, even if you do not want to be Mel Robbins, Benet Brown, even if that is not where your success lies, your sales calls, you're a speaker. Your social posts, you're speaking. Anytime you open your mouth, this is your opportunity to communicate and connect with your audience. So I have this um, device <laughs> to share with you. I will send you the signature close because not everybody has a signature close. They say, thank you, good night, when really your ending is an opportunity to remind them of what they just experienced, invite them to connect further and further deepen that connection. So I'm gonna send you the signature checklist of what elements get to be in that signature close so that even when you can't sell from stage, you're selling from stage. Even if it's one person, you understand how to open the door for the next opportunity to speak with them. That's your signature close. So I will send that link to you, Jennifer. Awesome. It's, okay. It's I such a great tool. I will have it in the show notes. And somebody once told me, People are doing this on their phone. They don't want to leave their phone. Guess what? You're on your phone. And what is else is on the phone? That's show notes. And it will be a link. And it will be clickable. So. It'll be beautiful. It'll be it'll easy. Be <laughs> it'll be easy. It'll be it'll easy work. and wonderful. And when you get done with it, you're welcome. <laughs> Honest to goodness. Like, it's so stinking cool. And if you don't, if you look at that and go, oh, Amber, you are just smoking something like this wasn't helpful. I want you to reach out to me. It's Amber at yourbrandbydesign.com and tell me this didn't work for me. What else you got? And I'll send you something more helpful to you specifically, because I don't know enough about you to give you exactly the next right tool. This one's amazing. But if you if you're like, I don't know, Amber, email me. See this one. I give this a four. I give this an eight. It needed a little something. And I'll send you something better for you, specifically designed for you. Amber, you're just amazing. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> My pleasure. It's been an absolute thrill. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Well, I'm Jennifer Takagi. 
I look forward to connecting with you soon. And grab your free meditation in the show notes. I have a meditation to help reach your anxiety because like, I don't really get anxiety, but I know when people do, it's a thing. So grab that, grab that, that freebie. That is my free opt-in, my gift for you tonight. I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.